St. Paul said, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. How wonderful this statement is. No condemnation anymore in Christ Jesus. I don't think St. Paul said this very lightly. It came to him as a powerful realization on the road to Damascus. And all his theology is centered around this one sentence. There is no more condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. My friends, condemnation is scary. It is scary. And it's very ugly. I'm sure you all experienced it in your life. Condemnation is like being cursed. When you're, con when you're condemned, you lose confidence. You feel worthless. And that takes you into very dark place that you don't want to be. I see a lot of people growing up not feeling loved and valued, but instead they have grown up feeling condemned. That's what our society is like. Many times there is a lot of condemnation around us. And so from when we are young, we grew up with that sense of feeling condemned. So that's why they're struggling with their own worthlessness and guilt. And they've internalized this condemnation that they experience in their lives, either from their parents, from their teachers, from friends, and from the society. They carry this deep sense of guilt and burden. And this has a profound impact on the way they see themselves. So condemnation can be quite scary and devastating, can be devastating. It can damage people quite a lot. I think a lot about racism these days. Think about it. Every day, simply because you have a different skin color, you experience different treatment, rejection, and ostracization. That is not easy to take. Every day you experience that. Wherever you go, whoever you meet, you feel that. That's not easy to take. This is the only home you have, and yet, People make you feel that it is not your home. No sense of belonging, no sense of ownership. Even if there's no physical violence, I believe that that is violence. This must do a tremendous damage on your psyche. Feeling condemned and living in condemnation are not easy. 
Simon sent a video by Oprah's program, Where Do We Go From Here? Now we are taking a break on Mark's study and we are studying uh, racism and Galatians through uh, the eyes of Galatians every Friday. So last week uh, we had a first uh, meeting and then he sent a kind of reference uh, material. In that program, Ava, uh, Ava Duvernay, she shared her experience when she was very young. She was an American filmmaker. When she was very young, she experienced of seeing her father being thrown down to the ground in his own backyard and handcuffed and taken away. Just simply because he looked like somebody the police were, were chasing. She, she saw that when she was young. Even after that, she experienced a lot of racism. Just because you have dark skin color, if people see you with suspicious eyes, you don't feel good. You're conscious. You, even when you uh, jog, when you go out and you talk, you, you con you're con continuously reminded that you're different. Michelle Obama shared this beautiful video clip it is sung by Daniel Johnson, a musician to his daughter uh, during his, uh, uh, this pandemic. And there he says, I love my black so much, so much, so much. We are strong and we are powerful. So why don't uh, we see just a little clip. You ready to sing it? Yeah. I love my black so much, so much. 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 Say we are strong and we are powerful. 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 I love my black so much, so much. My black so much, so much, and you should too. I love my black so much, so much. I love my black so much, so much. Say we are strong and we are powerful. Say we are strong and we are powerful. Say we are strong. So for all the little black babies out there, you ready? Mm-hmm. They had to do this to protect their children from the condemnation of the world. You're black, but you're beautiful. They, they, the, uh, the parents had to remind them continuously. God's curse is scary, but human curse can be as scary. Not many people can survive that kind of environment of curse. Experience of condemnation leaves deep scar within us. And this deep scar will not go away easily. Time may heal it, but not necessarily. We need God's help. Don't try to deal with your scar on your own. You may become somebody you don't want to be like arrogant, cold, indifferent person, which you don't want to be. 
Ask God's help. God can help us. In Jesus Christ, we experience freedom. St. Paul declared boldly, there is no condemnation. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. When this condemnation is gone from us, we experience the true freedom. This is what Paul said. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free, freedom, from the law of sin and of death. The heavy burden of condemnation that passed on our, on our neck is taken away and finally we become free. It is not the power of death that is working within us anymore. It is the power of life that lifts us up with this new vitality. Condemnation, my friends, never changes people. We experience that. We, it just makes us feel bad. But just telling me that how wrong you are, how sinful you are, how bad you are, that doesn't change us at all. It just makes us feel bad. Change doesn't happen in that way. Real change happens when we are free from that condemnation. Being free from condemnation does not mean that you become desensitized to your sins. Actually, when you are in condemnation, you are more desensitized to your sins because you are scared of your sins. You are scared of confronting your sins because sin always leads to condemnation. So when you're in condemnation, you are scared of sins. So you become desensitized to your sins. You avoid your sins. You run away from your sins. But when that condemnation is gone, then you can face your sins with boldness. That's why Martin Luther said, sin boldly. Because you can face them. Because you know that these sins will not lead you to condemnation. You have no condemnation in Jesus Christ. You will have the courage to face your own problems, sins, and deal with them. You don't need to pretend that you have no sin. You don't need to run away from your sins. You don't need to pretend to be holy when you are not. You see your sins very, very clearly. But there is something that you see more clearly. That is the grace of God that is working behind your sins. You see that more clearly. You see your sins clearly, but you see more clearly the grace of God that is working behind you, within you. Because spiritual people see God's grace, they can move on even though they see sins within them. Not because they are ignorant of their own sins, they see greater power, the power of grace working within them. So they live with this gratitude. They're broken, and yet they live with this gratitude. They're completely 
shattered, but at the same time, they have this confidence and this new vitality. Because they see their sins without the fear of condemnation. You see the depth of your sins, but you also see the depth of God's grace. We are spiritual people. We don't need to live in timidity anymore because of people's condemnation. We can fight against the injustice. We can stand up for those who are unjustly condemned. Our job is not to condemn them. Our job is to embrace them, share the good news of Jesus Christ, and let them know that there is no more condemnation in Jesus Christ. When we condemn each other, we all die. But when we share God's grace, we all live. St. Paul said, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through the spirit that dwells in you. The spirit who raised Jesus from the dead has freed us from the law of sin and death. Within us lives the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. The Spirit works within us. The Spirit frees us from condemnation. Now we can live with confidence, but not the kind of confidence that I don't care kind of confidence, but the confidence that recognizes our own weaknesses, but also recognizes that those weaknesses cannot anymore bind us and force us to live in the shadow of guilt. That is the confidence in God's grace. When God is for us, who is against us? St. Paul said in the latter chap, uh, part of chapter 8, he said, what then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? And he continued, who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. It is confidence that comes from this realization. When people who have power in this world condemn you, don't be discouraged. Usually, you know, people who have power, they condemn. When they condemn you, don't be discouraged. When the heads of this world condemn you, don't lose your confidence. Now with the righteousness God gives to us, we'll fight for the weak, the vulnerable, and for those who are rejected and alienated. And at the end of chapter 8 of Romans, St. Paul made a beautiful statement of God's love. Who will separate us? From the love of God, love of Christ, will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or so. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come.
come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh my, so beautiful, so beautiful. Let us be spiritual people who set their minds on the spirit will experience life and peace. There is no more condemnation, my friends, when you are in Christ Jesus. That is the goodness.